Welcome back to Cartoonish. I'm your host, Jesse Warren. Ah, that didn't sound natural either. <laughs> Going to keep experimenting with different introduction styles until I find one that sounds like me. That one wasn't it. I'm your host, Jesse Warren, was not it. Thanks for uh, listening again, though. My apologies for uh, a false promise I made last week where I thought I was going to be able to get straight back into TikTok creation this week, but um, some things came up uh, this week, some real, some imaginary, some purely mental hurdles, uh, but I, I'll be back this coming Monday. Um, it's interesting how, because I did have some valid things come up this week that I had to work on and prioritize over getting back into TikTok, but there is a clear mental hurdle that I feel um, that also exists. And I got to be honest with what it is. I can't just keep pushing it off because I know it's my priority. TikTok is my priority right now. Um, But I'll I'll have these very real obligations that I got to take care of. And then, you know, I'll start being at the tail end of wrapping those projects up and I'll feel myself be compelled to go, well, I, I could extend this. I really could. This could use some more work. And uh, this, this could push me back a few days. And I got to be cautious of that uh, because sometimes those are real. Sometimes I really do have to, sometimes you really do have to do more work to finish something, to wrap something up, to give it your best go. But often, oft is the case that... Those are uh, just a, a clever manifestation of procrastination. Because for people who are uh, type A, very goal-driven, you can't just, your brain just can't, it won't let you just be like, well, I, uh, I'm just going to procrastinate. It won't let you just do that for the sake of procrastination. What it will do is invent very creative, the brain. It will invent perfectly rational reasons for why you can't really work on right now the thing that you deep down know you should be working on. So I'll, I'll, make, I'll bring it into a concrete example. So I, this is one of the, the, there are a few different things I was working on this past week, but one of them was um, I was actually making progress for the first time in a long time with finding a, a coach, uh, what some people call a life coach. Now, this, is, this has been a goal of mine for years to find uh, a coach just because it, it's in line with everything I believe in. Why wouldn't I want uh, an objective third party to, to help me hold a mirror up to myself as I, as I go through life and try to help other people? I, it's like how every therapist should have a therapist. So that's how I feel about coaching. You may have your own opinions uh, about them, but I I feel like if chosen skillfully, uh, they could be a a big asset. I don't know. I've never had one actually, but but it's something I want to try at the very least. That's something I'm certain of. So I've been in the market for a coach for, for years and I've talked to several and every time I call them, every time I talk to them, it's been, uh, 
it hasn't been, I've been really skeptical. Uh, one of the, uh, one, because of their, their backgrounds, usually the, their background is something like they were a major screw up for a long time. And then they got their life together through some kind of like divine motive. And then now they're like, they got their life together. And now their only credential is that they once really fucked up and now they're not. Uh, and that's a cool story. I think a lot of like, like Tony Robbins is he went from nothing to like this very uh, successful coach, but he, he didn't accomplish something very significant outside, at least not to my knowledge outside of coaching. Whereas this, um, this coach that I talked to recently had been an accomplished uh, engineer and uh, and a startup uh, uh, executive for a long time before transitioning to coaching. Now, this is something I can jive with. And not only that, this person is part of a whole cohort of people, of coaches, who are required to have that background to be a part of this coaching cohort because they coach startup executives, engineers, and the people who are making a difference in Silicon Valley right now. That's their whole demographic. Now, while that's not who I am, uh, I'm a comedian and content creator, not a Silicon Valley engineer, but I once was, and that is the approach that I apply to uh, my comedy and my content creation today. So I resonate much more with the day-to-day uh, -day approach of an engineer in my life than I do with an artist. Uh, and so this, so this was a really cool find. It was my first time being turned on to like the fact that this, this is a service that exists for people like who think like me. And uh, the downside of this, it, uh, particular uh, group of coaches is that because they do coach Silicon Valley executives almost exclusively, it is very expensive. Um, they, they know their market has money and, and their unique background puts them in a position to offer a very unique service. So anyway, so very turned on by that, by this, uh, this discovery. And I talked to a coach could not even come close to affording this person's service, but they were kind enough to recommend me to people who were in my budget, who had a similar background and similar training. I've had two more calls with coaches so far, both of them excellent. I have one more call scheduled for this upcoming Monday. Very much looking forward to that call. Uh, anyway, why did I bring this up? Oh, okay. Because, because this is something that, um, that came up last week that that really uh, occupied it, it's occupied some of my time last week, and it became somewhat of a priority because I, I had to um, have these calls and and think these things through. Now, I had these calls, three calls, but my temptation after those calls were to go, well, I'm learning a lot. In each of these calls, which I was, I was learning so much about myself and about coaching in general. Fascinating stuff. While I'm learning so much in these calls, and they're free, these introductory calls are free. It's a, it's what a steal, right? You get an hour of this person's time. 
I, I think I covered this on like a prior episode, The Colorist, where I went in for a free color consultation with a hairdresser. I'll always take a free consultation. Always with an expert. I'll take a consultation with an expert, even if I don't give a fuck what the consultation is about, but I'm getting one-on-one -on -one attention from an expert in their field. I'll consult every time. So I, I took these consultations. Consultations. <laughs> it's a weird word. And, uh, and they were great, and I learned a lot. So now, because of that, my initial thought after I, I had those three was, well, I'm getting so much out of this. Why not schedule some more? I could, because my contact... Uh, was happy to introduce me to even more coaches who she believed were awesome. And I could learn even that much more this week. Now, that was my impulse. And that impulse is not misguided. I could schedule more and I could learn so much more and my life would be better because of it. But while that may be true, what I would be doing is pushing back what I know is the most important thing I could be doing right now, which is getting back on TikTok and creating stuff I want to create. So um, with that in mind, I know my brain is, is, is being a tricksy. It's doing little tricks where it's convincing myself that this other thing, finding a coach is a higher priority than the thing that is actually a higher priority. So I caught myself. I caught my brain. It's a good thing to be able to do to catch your brain, because uh, you are not your thoughts. You're uh, no, never mind. <laughs> We're not going to get into that. Uh, I'm going to. I caught my brain, and uh, I was able to to stop that. So I I got as much done as I needed to get done that week in the coaching realm, and uh, I'm going to make a choice on that. I don't know what I'm going to do yet, but I'm not going to take any more calls. I'm going to work with what I have so I can get back to. TikTok ASAP. So yes, so that was a, was a much longer version of that than, than I had expected. But that's all very good stuff. Your brain plays tricks on you, especially if you're the type who uh, can't accept normal procrastination. It'll, it'll trick you into procrastinating. So that's my mental hurdle coming back into TikTok. I know that being gone for a couple weeks has made it difficult. It, it even if it doesn't like manifest as this just obvious, like, Oh, it, I guess like feeling that it's difficult to come back into TikTok. Even just, just being away makes it, um, what the hell am I saying right now? Jesus. <laughs> I got so little sleep last night. The, the people next door are, um, moving in and they, they wake up very early, but there is this mental hurdle and it's subtle coming back into TikTok, but I'm going to overcome it and come back to TikTok with a greater perspective. Now stepping away has allowed me to gain this broader perspective. And I have some new choices I'm going to make regarding my day-to-day -day process in content creation and my overall strategy on TikTok. So those insights uh, I'm going to share more of as I, uh, as I start putting out content again. So very good. And what, what timing, what good timing, the TikTok creator fund is now out and about. And that's, that's very cool for those of you who don't know the TikTok creator fund is, 
uh, TikTok promising money to creators just for creating, which is very neat. Um, and uh, you do have to have, what is it, 10,000 followers to apply to the creator fund and something like that. I, I forget exactly what it is. But if you do have 10,000 followers, make sure you apply to the creator fund. I was recently accepted and you can actually see your TikTok fund bank account uh, rising over time. You do have to, I, you do like say, I agree to one of these things to uh, not disclosing what the amount is, but I will say it's, it's, you know, it's not like <laughs> an insane amount of money or anything, but it's very cool that TikTok is at the very least moving in that direction for paying content creators just to create content. How cool is that? No need to get like third party marketing involved. Uh, well, you, sh you should still do that because that's probably where more money is. But it's cool that just by creating, you can you can make money now. Very nice. Uh, I have I, I did have a very reassuring moment this week where I was listening to a podcast and I listened to podcasts. One of the good reasons I listen to podcasts is because when a podcaster says something that resonates with me and it's, it's something I've thought about before, but I thought, but I thought maybe I was the only one who thought this way. Uh, and then I hear it on the podcast from somebody I respect and I like, I, it just shakes me. I go, Oh, this guy also other people think this. And more than that, somebody I admire thinks this. Wow. That feels, feels good because on the day to day basis, I don't, I don't talk to that many people and, uh, I don't have a ton of, I'm not surrounded by people who I like admire on a daily basis in my life who are, who I want to emulate other people I admire for tons of, tons of reasons, but there are not people I seek to emulate necessarily in my everyday life, but to see people I want to emulate, hear them, hear people I want to emulate on podcasts uh, have beliefs and stuff that really resonate with me. That that feels really good. Um, so I was listening to uh, the Deep Work podcast with Cal Newport, and he was he got a, a, a user question, a fan-submitted question about uh, how this, this person was trying to uh, – relax after like a long day's work or like after like a long week's worth on the, their day off they wanted to relax they couldn't really stop their mind from r racing though uh, so they, they wanted advice on how to really like unwind and relax and what cal said that was so cool and uh, he this is not exactly what he said but it was along the line I, I, it was along the lines of well first consider if this is something relaxation in the traditional definition is even something you truly want to do or is it just something that you feel you're supposed to do after a work week relax in the traditional sense of watching netflix having a beer like relaxing in what we traditionally define as relaxation do you really want that because it's not for everybody it's for some people some people gain an immense amount of value from that type of relaxation, but it's not for everybody. It, it, it wasn't for Cal. And when he said that, I was like, it wasn't for me either. I'll, I, I, my best relaxation days, my best days off in hindsight, looking back 
are not the ones where I did nothing all day. They're the ones where I did something not work-related, not directly work-related, not deadline, certainly not tied to a deadline, but something that caught my fancy, something that caught my curiosity. Uh, like like um, Elena and I took a day off recently where we, where we biked uh, all the way uh, up and down uh, the Manhattan coast and it took hours and we, we had a goal. We wanted to uh, reach this uh, hot dog stand called Papaya Dog uh, from, from the bottom of Manhattan all the way up to Papaya Dog, which was a, it's quite, quite a trek. Uh, and we wanted to try their, you know, their infamous hot dog and, and fruit juice combination or whatever. It's just a, it was a dumb little place, but it, it was, had some history behind it. But that we had a goal. We had a goal. It was a dumb goal. It wasn't related to our work. There were no consequences for not achieving this goal. But having that goal and accomplishing it and eating that hot dog after that goal and coming back and then watching maybe a couple episodes of Netflix after having accompli- accomplished that goal felt really good. And not only did we accomplish that goal, we also sought out, um, I was just getting a call to that interrupt my recording. No, uh, we also sought out, uh, we also had a goal of, um, buying new shorts for us both, a specific type of short for myself, at least, um, I'm long overdue for shorts that did not cover my kneecap. In fact, my kneecaps are now fully exposed. In addition to um, the the uh, not upper thigh, but I'd say you know bottom to mid thigh area, seven inch, six inch inseam, whatever. I don't really care that much, but but my knees used to. I used to hide my knees. Not purposefully, but maybe subconsciously, purposely. I don't know. But so I, I, we sought out these shorts, and I didn't even know how to like where to buy shorts that looked like that. So that this was a goal, a goal unto its unto itself, where we had to do a little research. We went to Lululemon. We found some cool shorts. We tried them on. So we got that done too. So getting these things done, it was we had goals. We accomplished them, and these are things that had to be that these are things that we wanted to do and we hung out together and it was relaxing. Uh, but, but it was an active day off and that was so much more fulfilling than what I, I sometimes think and fantasize about what I want in a day off, which is just to lay out on the bed, watching Netflix and ordering food. And I do want that in some ways and I want that for part of the day off that's how we ended our day certainly we we came back around eight or nine and we watched a movie and got delivery but I I don't really want a full day of that I've, I've had many full days of that because I believed I wanted full days of that I took a full day of that and it it doesn't feel the same way as that day where I begin it with active leisure, goal-oriented leisure, and then conclude it with um, with this more passive leisure, watching a movie uh, and and indulging in all sorts of sweets and, and things. So yeah, so when Cal said this, 
he didn't say all those things that I just said, but he, he, he said, yeah, you might not be one for traditional forms of relaxation. I was like, yes, I'm not alone. Somebody I, in many ways, idolize feels this same way. And that uh, made me feel very connected at that, at that moment. It was weirdly powerful to hear him say it. I remember being like shook almost. Um, and maybe that is an overdramatic response to feeling connection, but maybe it's not. Maybe feeling intensely adds to the richness of my life. And uh, I don't think I'm going to change that right now. Right now, I think it's been serving me very well to let myself feel those intense feelings at seemingly trivial, trivial times. Uh, so that was very cool. That was very cool. Yeah, I was really happy about that. Okay, that's enough for today. I will see you on TikTok and I will see you here. If you are listening, this is something I haven't done yet. If you are listening on um, Apple Podcasts, please leave a review of the podcast. That would help a lot. If you aren't listening on Apple Podcasts, you can still leave a review on Apple if you're listening on Spotify or something. But uh, I'm on all the platforms now. So so please do leave a review. That would mean a lot. And feel free to message me on Instagram and let me know what you thought about, about the episode. See you soon.